Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. And welcome to a new episode of Digital Coffee. And I'm your host, Brett Dice. If you please subscribe to Digital Coffee on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Amazon Music. Leave a review. It really does help with the rankings. And let me know how I'm doing. But this week, it's a little late because I have been playing the Battlefield 2042 beta, and it's going to be all about that. I played most of the weapons for the most part. I played almost all of the vehicles. I've played several different matches. I've seen rockets explode. I've seen the tornado. I've seen everything. So we're going to get into it right now. So let's get on with the show. So first off, it's just the overall feel of it. So the overall feel of Battlefield 2042 is that it just feels good and bad at the same time. So it's not a perfect game, but I was never expecting a perfect game because in the beta, you always have to have that type of, well, we're just checking it out. There's going to be stress tests for this as well. And so there are glitches in the game. There are like weird, like jagged lines or lines that I that happen every once in a while maybe it's because of windows 11 so i am running windows 11 so i'm even testing out even further because i'm pretty sure it is not supported by windows 11 yet because windows 11 was released before this two-month-old build was even done so it may not be fully i guess the best way of saying fully optimized for windows 11 but it wasn't it didn't run too badly on high I got about, I would say 70 or 80 frames per second, which is not terrible. It's not great. I really have over a hundred, but it's doable. Let's just say that there are some glitches. So the glitches are the elevators and the doors. They don't really open or you go through it and it's still there. It's, it's very weird, very bugged out right now. So even when you press the elevator, it goes down. You don't, it opens and closes and you go, wait, where, where did the elevator go? And you just walk through and then the elevator is still there. So that's one of them. Also calling in vehicles seems to be bugged. I've done it a couple times where I called in a vehicle when I was on point B one or B in general. And I was going to put down an AA vehicle and I clicked it. I picked the spot and it, it never came. It literally never came. It was like, what, where to go? Like I called it down where to go. And I never got it, which was unfortunate. So that's a little bugged. It's a little unfortunate about that, but it's it's quite a bit bugged. I haven't really found too many other ones besides the flying bug for just about every air vehicle there is. So from the VTOLs, to the jet planes, to the attack helicopters, I think I've seen a little bit with the mini birds, but not too many times. But it's pretty bad, but it's doable. You can still somewhat kills somebody but just not that great all right moving on to the weapons and the weapons i do like on the fly switching i think that's actually a better i guess feature on it than what people were thinking about because people were thinking ah we don't want this 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 isn't battlefield or whatever but i think it's a good thing to actually have that switch on the fly when you need to no there weren't that many attachments i could use quite yet in the beta obviously because they're not going to show you everything that's going to be happening so it's still a great addition to switch on the fly i actually like that now 
the assault rifle feels good for the most part. The sounds feel good. The for me, the M5 A4 or whatever it is called, supposed to be the M4, but in the future does feel a lot better than the AK variant for it. You got to see two of those. So I did prefer that one over the other one. The submachine guns are pretty good, pretty nasty in general. I didn't really like the vector too much. The other one, the P the PK or whichever one that is, I forget the name of it was actually pretty good as well. Sniper rifles feel off. It feels like I'm dragging a little bit. It feels like I'm seems like I'm hitting down range, but I'm not actually hitting the person. I may not be really good at it either, but it just doesn't feel right. There at times it feels like there's no recall, but there actually is recall. It just, it's a weird feeling for the sniper rifles right now. So I think they really need to address that and look into it. Or I probably should say that there's more drags. So the, the recall, the recoil for sniper rifles, there may not be much, but it just doesn't feel right. Right now, the only sniper rifle you got feels more medium range than long range. You could try long range, but you just got to adjust for bullet drop and all those other fun things in general. Now, next is the Marksman. And the Marksman is like the DMR of it. And that feels really, really a lot of recoil. So it's a lot of recoil is shooting it a bunch of times. So you've got to almost like readjust for it. So it packs a punch, but you got to make sure that you're actually hitting your target, which is really difficult at times. So be prepared for that. Now for the shotgun, as always, Battlefield has never really done a great job with shotguns or they've done a really great job for shotguns because they're one hit kills for the most part. And you can go around shooting people, but they also have range, which is always weird to me. Cause it's like, well, it's a shotgun. It's, it's not going to be versatile in every situation. They should really stick to that type of a thing where a shotgun is just a shotgun, short range, really good crowd control type of weapon in those types of maps or areas where it's just you that's what you need. You need a really short range weapon that will deal with a bunch of people really quickly. So I do think there needs to be a little bit more of a balance on that one. Now the machine gun, I didn't really get a chance to play it, but it sounds just kind of like normal for the other machine guns in actual battlefield in general. I haven't seen too many people actually play it as well. It's just, I don't really understand where it's going to fit in this one, because once again, you can choose your own weapon from snipers to DRMs to submachine guns to assault rifles and machine guns. So really got to play a little bit more of that one, but moving on to the actual sidearm. So you have two choices for that one in the beta, the Glock style one is pretty good is pretty easy there's literally no recall on this one the sound feels great on this one the pop 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 of it sounds good and it's just a nice little thing to actually kill once you run out of your main weapon for that one it's not going to be something that you're going to want to run around with too often but it is something you can get good kills off once if you can't finish off from your primary weapon now the revolver is a completely different story. That thing can actually do some damage. It also does have AP rounds as well, so you can actually damage vehicles with it, but that thing packs a punch, one or two shots with that revolver, and you will down anybody. For the most part, you can almost down them in one shot if you get a headshot in general, so it's very powerful. 
a lot of recoil, a little bit of drag, but a lot of recoil on it as well. So the stopping power is tremendous on that one. Now, moving on to vehicles and vehicles do have health regeneration on this one, but it does take a while for it to implement. I think I was playing with air vehicles for the most part, and it took, I want to say a good 10 seconds before it actually started doing it. And it does it slowly too. So you got to really watch and manage your health on your vehicle or you will die really quickly. So I do like that because I feel like in other battlefield games, the health regeneration was too quick and it was a pain in the butt to try to kill some vehicles. And so I think this is more of a happy medium where there is health regeneration on every vehicle, no matter what health it is. I know on four, if you got below a certain level, you couldn't actually get that anymore and you had to repair it yourself. But since there technically is no specific classes anymore, this will actually help it in the long run as well, because you're never, you never know who's going to have a repair tool. And for the most part, there's not going to be a lot of people having repair tools unless you're working with your friends on a vehicle in general. So I think that's interesting. Now there is unlimited ammo on every type of vehicle. It is basically a timer on a lot of these types of weapons. We have to wait for these to actually quote unquote reload or the timer to end once you have a full load of rockets or whatever you're actually shooting at for tanks, the main turret, or actually for most part tanks in AA, the main turret does turn slowly. So it's more of a battlefield five style turret style on how it turns. So you could be like, I want to turn it 180 degrees, but it will take a little while to go back around for that one. This is to, to simulate more of a tank style movement instead of that, more quick instant action type of a thing. So be prepared for that for tanks. Tanks do seem pretty balanced. They do seem overpowered when you're destroying or killing infantry, which should happen. If I just, if I hit you with a main shell, you should die instantly. Like I get that. I'm not really upset about that whatsoever. That is fine with me. You can, kill infantry pretty easily and the second seat now has a grenade launcher i don't know if you could be able to switch that or not you should be able to as well so it's pretty easy to kill but it's also pretty easy to get killed as well there is no those basically those uh anti-air but for more for tanks you have smokes and that was about it which doesn't really help too much but like i said this is the beta so i'm not really sure what else is going to happen on that one Moving on to the AA, and AA is good against air, as always. You can use AA missiles, but you have to understand these AA missiles don't always hit, and you could basically the airplanes or the helicopters can fly erratically, and they could miss quite a bit. So I do think there may, may need to be a little bit of a reduced range on it, but not by much. I think it's pretty balanced for the most part right now. But I don't want another situation of Battlefield 2 where you got into the AA turrets on the ground and they would always miss. Like there was nothing you could do. They just always missed. And so I think they're going to have to readdress that. Fine if if they want to do that type of style where, but I would say move it up where most of them do hit if you're not careful. Not this 
it turning radius. It won't hit. It may hit. It just makes it really difficult. It makes it almost unbearable to play as infantry in general. All right. So the Jeep, the Jeep is probably the easiest way to get around. It is very deadly against infantry is a pretty good way of killing infantry in a base because it will quickly mow them down. So I do like that part about it. It's pretty easy to kill as well, as long as you're looking out for it. So I don't mind the balance of it. I think about two or three rocket shells and it's dead, or you can throw grenades at it as well. And it will be destroyed as well. Also, many birds can actually fly down with their Gatling gun and kill it. So it's pretty easy to actually shoot down. Now we have the truck and the truck. Well, the truck is the truck. It's going to be easy to kill. There's not really any armor. There's no really weapons. It's just a way of getting around. Now, if it's going to be anything else, like a, more motorcycles and stuff or ATVs, I hope they w there will be more of that because that will actually help with getting around with it. And it's, it's a risky move to actually use that. Because remember, if you're in a truck that you can't really fire. You have no main weapon except for what you have in your hands. So it's an easy way to get around, but very risky on that part. All right, moving on to the air and the scout helicopter is very fun to fly. I do think they need to adjust the flying of it. It's a little weird when I'm trying to like go down and, and adjust to level me out. I know there's a flight assist thing and that's fine, but let me turn it off and on. I couldn't really turn it off and on for whatever reason. So it's fun to fly. The main weapon is a little hard to hit infantry. It's, it's a little weird because when I have the reticle I'm firing and it's like missing all the time. So it's, I have to go to the left to the right to actually do it. So I think they need to actually adjust that where the cone, if you do hit infantry in that cone, it should actually hit the infantry as well. Because for the most part, scout helicopters are going to use the rockets, the dummy fire rockets on it, because it's easier to kill infantry or anything else with it. Now, the dummy fire rockets are actually really weak against tanks for some odd reason, but you can kill them. It's just going to take a very long time to do it. I think I had to like dump like two or three salvos just to kill a tank. And it was difficult because you have everything else trying to kill you as well. So teach its own. The map's big. So if, if you're getting hit by AA or getting that alert by AA all the time, just move on to a different part of it and it really won't bother you too much. Moving on to the attack vehicle and it's mostly good against ground or vehicles as well. Pretty easy to actually kill them with too. If you have someone in the secondary seat for the cannon, it's really good against infantry as well. You do have two anti or AA missiles for those pesky little scout helicopters and anything else as well. So you do have a way of doing it because I would not recommend trying to use your dumb fire missiles that are very slow on attack helicopters because they will kill you. Now, the difference between using the attack helicopter versus the scout helicopter when you're trying to take out different types of helicopters, scout helicopters, try to move in, try to get as close as you can to the attack helicopters because that will be your best way of killing it. Attack helicopters, back away and use your AA missiles to try to kill the the scout helicopters. It's the best way of trying to figure it out. We do have transports and there's different ones for different sides, which is weird because the mini the scout helicopters were the same exact thing, but the tech helicopters were different. The U S quote unquote got the Apache and then the Russians got the hind for the transport 
air vehicles, you had the VTOL, and then you had like a scout helicopter as well. The VTOL is really cool because it's like a, a cross between a jet and a helicopter in some ways. Very difficult to take down for the most part, but if they're hovering around, you could easily take them down with a rocket. They're really big, so it's not hard to, to miss them, but it's one of the best ways of getting around the map and getting those points quickly. It's probably one of them going to be meta for a lot of battlefield maps, just because of just how quickly it gets around and how easily you can have troops just jump in and overwhelm and take over that spot. Now moving on to the jets. So the jets are okay. I would actually recommend using a controller or a joystick if you have it, because it's a lot easier to fly around with that. The Nighthawk, I feel, is better than the Russian version of it. The Nighthawk, you can actually hover. So it does help with a little bit more of a way of trying to kill things. Still really difficult to actually kill anything. But the main weapon gun is really weak. I didn't really find it very useful at all. But it could actually kill some infantry pretty easily if you actually get them and you actually kill them. For air vehicles it's not bad it's all right i still need to tune it so it doesn't like go really crazy but the aa missiles is the best way of actually killing air vehicles right now like i said i like the nighthawk or the american version of it because of the hover ability which i accidentally did do on accident i was like how do you get out of this and i figured out how to get out of it but it was kind of funny because i died i was like how do you get out of this i died All right, moving on to the map and orbital. I feel like it's a good map, actually. All in all, I feel like it's a really good map, a really good version of different types of areas. It's actually not bad. So that's what I feel about it. And there's a lot of variety. There's a lot of lush jungles. There's open areas. I do feel like there needs to be extra tall buildings, maybe at F, maybe at whatever type of different points so it could actually balance it out because right now point b is the meta and you want to actually get to point b and hold point b because it basically has you uh, allowed to actually parachute down into almost any objective for the most part f and c you can get pretty close but you'll have to like hump it the rest of the way now if we had the wingsuit person they probably could get to almost any point but it's the most important point on the map i feel like an extra tall building on f would actually balance it out a little bit more but maybe not as tall as b but pretty close maybe about half the size but something that allows it to do it i know that there's those extra tall like almost like antenna structures that you could get up to but it's not really the same as what b is the tunnel systems okay it's not great i feel like there needs to be a little bit more of a extensive tunnel system throughout the map so you can get to point b maybe through it you could get to d1 or d2 but you could also get maybe to e at the same time just to give a little bit extra cover because from e all the way to b on that point there is no cover whatsoever. So you are in a sniper's paradise if they can hit you, but you're also in a vehicle paradise where scout helicopters, attack helicopters could actually kill you quite easily. So 
I feel like there needs to be a little bit more either cover or the tunnel system needs to be a little bit more extensive on that one. Now the rocket exploding is actually pretty cool to actually witness and see. And also the tornadoes are pretty cool, a little weak on the weaker side, but they're cool to go into or actually see on the distance. They don't happen all the time. I think I got them maybe with like 50 matches. I got it about 10 times. So they don't happen all the time, which is fine. I don't need to happen all the time. Cause once you see it the first time you're kind of like, oh, okay, I guess that's cool. All right, moving on to the classes and the classes, well, or the heroes or whatever you want to call them. I don't mind them. They're not great, but they're not terrible. I'm very different about these. Now, people just don't like them because they're the same class for each one of them. And that's fine. But to be honest with you, every time I went into a map, it said I was on the U.S. side and I really wasn't on the U.S. side. So really, it's just it's in a weird state because we don't really know for sure if this is the only types of operators we're going to get, or if there's going to be more, or if there's going to be variants on either side. Can it be a little bit difficult to figure out who's the enemy? I guess I didn't have that big of a problem because once again, there's red dots above their heads. You kind of know who's going to actually be it or not because you're, your friendlies are always going to have blue or green or whatever you put on there as well. So I don't have too much of a gripe on it. I think there does need to be a little bit of a better way of identifying enemies a little bit quicker. That's my only thing. I like the, de the default different class systems like assault, medic, engineer, and sniper, and you can change between those types of things. I think that's actually a really good thing. So I actually don't mind that. I think that's actually pretty cool as well. And you can customize this too. Now the gadgets, so grenades can be very deadly. I was outside of the tunnel near, I think deed one and, P and the enemy team was coming from D two in the tunnel. And I just threw a grenade and I killed about five of them in one shot. So they can be very, very deadly. Now, will you always get these? Well, maybe if you have like an ammo crate, but not everybody has an ammo crate. Most people just carry around rockets. Why? Because it's just it's a lot easier to kill the vehicles because you never really, it's hard to rely on other people to actually do it. Sensor balls are actually really good. I'm glad they kind of brought those back. I think they needed to be brought back, but it does help you identify where the enemy is. I know when you try to catch a point, it'll tell you how many people are actually on there, which is fine, but you still never really know where they're at. So it's another thing. Defib. It's a little weird that everybody is carrying around a defib now. And so you reviving your teammates is, like a four second, like charging it, charging it, charging it, and then defibbing. I think that needs to be reduced to two or three seconds. The animation just needs to be a lot slower, uh, quicker because no one really wants to. I tried to revive enemy teammates, but it's sometimes just not worth it at all. Ammo and health boxes, mostly the same thing as what you see on the previous battlefields. There is like a like a cone or a circle area of where you will get healed or ammo so that's a nice little touch rockets they mostly fly pretty straight i was adjusting for aim and a lot of times i was missing like wildly i was like whoa so it's not as bad as the other battlefields which is interesting but just need to adjust it for it armor which is the most 
interesting and maybe overpowered part about it is that it will give you extra health on that one. So be prepared for that one as well. AA, you can miss with your own gadget. So be prepared if the plane or the helicopter is basically flying erratically, you're going to have to like wait for them to stop doing it. And I would hold on to the tone until they actually already pop their flares, because once they pop their flares, you can actually more easily hit them on that one. All right. What I wish there was, there is no ammo or supply station, which was from battlefield five. And I kind of hope they would bring that back because the problem is, is that I don't know how many people are going to actually add the ammo or health to you. Now you don't really have to care as much about your health because it just fully regens for soldiers, which I kind of missed that little more of a play style from battlefield five. I did like that extra health. You got that, but you didn't really get fully healed through it, but now you actually do in this one. I do miss the fortification system. I wish they brought that back from battlefield five to this one, because I do think it would help with just all the spam that's coming on from all the helicopters and stuff. And there could be a lot. It can be really crazy at that, at that point B on orbital. I really wish that they would have some type of thing for that, but you get the call down feature, which I think is actually really cool. And I actually do appreciate that as well. And you can't swim underwater. I don't really understand why they took that away. It was in three and it was in four. I think it was in one and it was in five, but apparently you can't do that anymore, which is weird. And also third person melee kill cam. I don't really like it that much. I would rather just take the first person kill cam, but I don't think it's going to happen. Overall, I think it's actually going to be a really good battlefield this time around. It's not going to be a battlefield five issue as long as they don't mess with the TTK or time to kill. I do think the maps are, or at least for orbital sake, is a pretty good map. There needs to be some tweaking, but it's not just a terrible map. Like I never liked Metro. I thought Metro was a terrible, awful map. And I still believe that. Should you buy it? If you can take the bugs, I'm pretty sure there's going to be some bugs in there. I don't think there's going to be as many as we think there is, but I do think there still will be some bugs. Also, I don't see this becoming another battlefield five where people are like, what the hell is this? This is awful. I give it from the beta perspective, maybe a, a seven out of 10 more lean to eight, but mostly a seven out of 10 because of some of the bugs issues that need to be resolved for this to be a really great game. I think the weather effects are great. I think for the most part, the sound design sound design is actually really good, meaty, chunky. And I think it feels like you're in a war movie or a yeah, war movie, basically than a, playing a video game sometimes, but it's, really fun it grew on me after a while the first few times i was a little frustrated but it grew on me and i had a really enjoyable time so what do you think have you had a chance to play with battlefield 2142 open beta let me know in the comments below and thank you for listening to digital coffee as always please subscribe to digital coffee and apple podcast google podcast spotify and amazon music leave a review it really does help with the rankings let us know how we're doing and join me next week as i talk to another great thought leader in the pr industry all right guys stay safe game on play some bf 2042 or whatever else you want to play and see you next week later <laughs>